Welcome to Reactive. I'm Khalil, and I'm here with Raquel. Hi, everyone. And Henning. Hello. Hello. So, um, we just uh, we just came off of uh, the Apple announcement. Yeah, the thing took forever. Yeah, I missed it. What's <laughs> going on? Uh, there's new products. It's the best ever. Something something. <sighs> big Steve iPad. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't say iPad. it's the second best ever. No, no, they never do. I don't know why. <clears throat> at some point, at some point, they're going to run out of things, of ways to innovate. Oh, like, like the first thing was the Apple iWatch. It's, it comes in new colors and new Boring. designs. Boring. Like, uh, and then, uh, and then the iPad, the biggest iPad ever. And I'm just mm. like, stylus. Uh, yeah, with the stylus and a keyboard. It's just like, it's a huge Apple surf. It's like a, it's Apple's version of the Microsoft Surface slash a Wacom tablet all rolled oh, wow. into one. Comes with a yeah. keyboard? It, it doesn't come with it. You have to pay extra. Well, yeah. you can, well, of course, but I mean. Get it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure it's great. I mean, you know, if you're like an artist or something like that, it's going to be, yeah. it's going to be cool. Uh, to be honest, they have their marketing team is amazing. Those videos were incredible. Like their ads for Always. how to like how to use all of this stuff. I mean, I'm not an artist, but I kind of want to become one just so I can use it. Yeah. Right? Like it's so <laughs> gorgeous. You're like, oh my god, I want that. But I'm not about to pay a thousand dollars for uh, an iPad, a stylus, and and a keyboard. Um, just not going to happen for me. But yeah. yeah, so that was that thing. And then there was the Apple TV, which is basically has like a Wiimote now. <laughs> so you can play games. Mm-hmm. It's um, just a little box. It's not the actual, an actual television, right? It's just no, the it's just TV, it's so. the same box as before, but it has on onboard memory storage and mm. um, and apps you know, now and stuff. What does that give me? So right. I can cache them, the movies or something? I think so. Mm. I think so. Okay. Um, I have a Chromecast. It's plenty for me. I love the Chromecast because I I don't need any other remote other than my phone. Like my phone is the remote, and I always have my phone. Whereas remotes, I lose them all the time. <laughs> I never know where any of the remotes are. <laughs> so, uh, well, you can yeah. control the the Apple TV from your phone too. Yes, but I think in order to turn it on, you have to use the remote or oh. something. I don't know. That, that could be, yeah. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, and then there was the phone, which was all that I really wanted. Mm-hmm. All I wanted to know about was the phone. The and phone. I just wanted, I just wanted them to tell me like, like really, I feel like they could turn the entire two hour keynote into like 25 minutes. <laughs> they could. <laughs> they could. So did, totally did you hear could. what the phone's about? Yeah, it's got some new, uh, basically it has force touch now, so you can like do a long hold uh, on things and, and add, it has extra functionality basically. So it's a, it's more of like a three-dimensional sort of thing. It's pretty and, cool uh, actually, I think. Um, yeah. So basically uh, it's like if you have, if you go, th- like if you see your, you're on your mailing list, you know, I mean your, your mails, you see the list of your mails and your mail app. And then you force touch on one of those, then it will give you a preview of the mail, but still kind of be in the context of the list. So you'll, it, the back it blurs out the list blurs out in the background, and then 
if you wanna, so you can just have you can like glance on the mail, and if you if you stop pressing harder, then it goes back. But if you press a little harder, even <laughs> so, there's like two levels of of force that you can that you can apply, mm. and if you press the second level of force, then you actually it opens the mail, and then you can ed- you can answer and stuff like that. Mm. But but what it means is that. It's uh, it just makes it you know it's good for lazy people because you can just do everything with a thumb you know it's pretty cool I think <laughs> but so you don't yeah. so the mail won't open with a tap like you do today of course on, of course you can also do that okay You're right you can do both you can you can use the tap or you can use force touch I see right <clears throat> pretty uh, pretty crazy as as always I mean I think actually this yeah. is going to be um, cause the la- the last iPhone I bought was the 4s. And oh, then, wow. yeah, and then I had that, I had the four, four S, I had the four S for like around four years and it really, uh, worked well. Now my parents have it and they're very happy with it. And I got my wife's phone, which is the, f- uh, my wife's old phone, which is the five also works mm-hmm. really well still. And it's just like two years old or two and a half or so. And, but I think, uh, so my, my plan all along was to buy the six S plus mm-hmm. maybe even whoa and uh yeah because my wife bought bought the six plus and it's really cool like it's uh mm. i actually like the size you know especially since i'm me. commuting and uh <laughs> oh yeah it, it's that for that it's good and um yeah so definitely looking looking into that yeah i i think i'll end up with a, a six s I keep thinking, like it keeps, it keeps sounding like success, right? Like, like this is the most successful iPhone yet. How do, how did they not come up with that pun? Why did they not do that yet? Like, this is the most successful. I mean, it's successful. the success. Yeah. It, it, uh, <laughs> it was right there, and they didn't even touch it. But my guess is that they're waiting for next year when they do the iPhone Seven to say that the success was the most successful iPhone they've ever <laughs> had. Um, but just say yeah. they could have. Well, the pun was right there. Well, I'm sure. Did they say what to... it's going to cost? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, it's same. the same pricing. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So um, the sad thing, though, is like so everything they upgraded the camera and everything, and so everything's going to be each file is going to be huge, right? Yeah. Just absolutely massive by com- by comparison to previous iPhones, <clears throat> and yet they still have the 16 gigabyte. Option, yeah, that's for the size. It's ridiculous. I'm like, I I have a 5s right now, and it's been at 16 gig, and I I'm constantly like, okay, which of these photos are not really that interesting to me? (laughs) Just so I can always like, because I have to always delete five photos before I can take another photo because I just I've run out of space completely. I have no music on my phone. All I have are apps and photos, and just like there's no way. So I'm gonna need to like upgrade to the largest size. Uh, it's, it's, uh, did anyway. they say what that is? Is it 128 or did they go up? It's 128. No, it's it's 128. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Just like what? Yeah. Oh my god. No, that's uh, it. Should really should start at 32. This is really bullshit with the should. 16. It's it's yeah yeah. I don't know. No, I don't know what they're thinking. I mean, they're just I don't know. It's annoying. No, no, no. But yeah, I think I, I if I'm gonna get it, I'm gonna get it with the 32, at least. 
Okay. Have to. That's it? Yeah. Or is it, oh no, is the second step, is the sec <laughs> second step uh, 64? 64. I think it might be 64. Oh, I think it's 64. Yeah, it's like 1664. It's just bullshit. It's crazy. Which is totally ridiculous. Yeah, no, it should be 32, 64, 128. There you go. There you go. So I'm, but, yeah, so I'm looking at the 64. Well, we'll see. Sorry, I'm fiddling with my phone to uh, see what it is. I think mine's 128. <laughs> and it's don't still not enough. Siri now. Um, I think it says it on the back, actually. Yeah. If you just so, but um, <laughs> Siri. So I was thinking. <laughs> Sorry, good. So, so I was thinking. Um, I actually think Apple is not a hardware company. I think they are just the most successful podcast. <laughs> What? Oh, oh, interesting. So you're saying because they're just so good at the. At the presentations. No, no, the presentations are the podcast. They have two episodes right. a year, <laughs> and they do all the stuff to finance the podcast to give because oh. you can because they have iTunes. There's the podcast in there, and they have and you can get all those uh, those uh, keynotes as podcasts. So I think that that is actually what Apple is. They just good storytellers. That I, I I will agree with you on that front. They are very good story storytellers. There you go. And, uh, it's all about just a this is just about the podcast. It's all it's all this is all just uh it's just the front this whole hardware thing and stuff like that. They're actually just podcasters. All right. Yeah. Amazing, huh? But they do tell very good stories, but they can also back them up in my opinion. I wish they would make they a can. GPS. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. I'm frustrated with my hardware. The Tom Tom's a piece of junk. But anyway, <laughs> different story. Well, well, the new um, the new maps in iOS nine will have transit directions and everything like that. Is that not good enough? Well, I I had the. Um, this is what we did here in Germany. We used our mm -hmm. iPhones for the longest time. However, reception is um, a little bit spotty. Uh -huh. So when you go off into the backwoods, then you are in big trouble because <laughs> mm. all of a sudden your cursor just stops mm -hmm. and you're like yeah. okay left or right oh uh, we have that problem here in the u.s too yeah. we just uh, like i used to have a was it a tom i don't know if it was a tom tom i think i had the other one garmin and and it was just so much more convenient to use my phone all the time but i mean we have backwoods too we've got entire deserts and mountains of nothing Yeah. So you're just like, we actually printed out directions for the first time the other day. <laughs> I was like, wow. what is this thing? Is this, is this paper? Is that what this the is? This is called? <laughs> <laughs> We've sacrificed <laughs> one of the oxygen makers for this. <laughs> um, anyway, thank you, trees, for your sacrifice. Um, so yeah, so that was, that was this morning. And I was frustrated because I just, I just wanted to know how much the new phone was going to be and when I could buy it. Turns out it goes on pre-order on Saturday, at least here in the U.S., uh, and then it comes out on the 25th of September. So if you, uh, you know, go get your phone or something, I don't know. Well, thanks, guys, for giving me the 10-minute um, synopsis. I skipped Oh, that. you're very welcome. Now I'm up to date. <laughs> you are totally up to date. <laughs> I yeah, and you use the time uh, more wisely. Apparently. Yeah, I uh, spent it with my kids. <laughs> oh, I thought you, know, you were you're writing the NP uh, the node module. 
That I did after they went to bed, yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> that, uh, so yeah, thanks for the name, actually, by the way. I think that's brilliant. So this, uh, this thing that I use to uh, get the reviews from iTunes, I uh, sort of put it together, cleaned it up a little bit, and uh, had the, you guys made the great suggestion of calling it Fido, or Fido. Um, <laughs> Yay! <laughs> thing that fetches um, reviews. Sadly, there are none this week, but uh, oh. on, uh, on the upside, I got that uh, I got it in a GitHub repository and sent the whole thing to NPM, which is now, so now it's available as a package. Yay! Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can work on it as a community, which is very exciting to me. So I already got like tons of uh, like mini lessons and, and all this today and how to do that because that was the first time I published anything to NPM. Yay! It's time, module author. That's Yay. so exciting. <laughs> so um, yeah, then uh, next steps, I guess, are to uh, since Node four came out, um, we can mm-hmm. turn yes. into yes. six. <clears throat> ESXify immediately. ESXify, That's what we're going to exactly. do. And uh, it needs to be cl- uh, CLIified and. Yes. So, documentified. <laughs> yeah. So there's a cool little module. It's called Commander that you can use to to make. The, it comes like with you know features like um, um, a help. Uh, what you ah, call cool. it? Like and a, the argument parsing and all that stuff. So yeah. Can, it just yeah. has all that stuff in in there, and right. you can just you just feed it a JSON with the help texts and stuff like that, and you immediately have like your command help and all this Sweet. stuff. So I would def- also recommend Yargs. If you don't uh, between Commander and Yargs, I think they're pretty similar. But I would remiss to not, I'd be remiss to not mention Yargs because one of my coworkers is very proud of his work on Yargs. He took it over and has really revamped it and added tests and everything. So just oh, cool to give you options. Oh, speaking of tests, yeah, that that's something I would need some help with too. So hmm. we can help. We yes, can help. we can help. So. What what do you what do you recommend, uh, Raquel? For testing? Yeah. Uh, TAP. TAP is my favorite testing framework in Node. Mm-hmm. I've tried I've tried Mocha, I've tried Lab, I've tried uh, a couple of other ones, but TAP is the one. It takes a little bit of like working your head around the syntax a little bit because like so Mocha, what I like about Mocha is that you can say like expect some value dot two dot equal dot and then whatever the value should be. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that's really nice because it feels a bit more like English. But uh, it does weird things in the global space that really bothers me. It, it's like, what on earth? Like, you can't necessarily have tests running concurrently. Like, you, you run into this possibility of um, tests kind of running into each other. And if you don't write your tests properly... And I think for a lot of newer newer folks, like they're they don't know necessarily how to quote unquote write proper tests, and uh, and so they end up finding like finding themselves in these holes. And it's like I don't want you to be discouraged from writing tests just because of a framework that doesn't like work with you on how you how to learn writing tests. Whereas Tap really isolates every single test into itself and you can you can write you can do things concurrently without necessarily having any collisions between tests uh and so i just i've i've found tap to be the easiest thing to get up and running really quickly 
uh, and there's a there's a front end kind of correlate correlative one called tape um, mm-hmm. that you can use with browserify yeah. so uh, i I really recommend tap personally it's just really quick and easy to get up and running um, <clears throat> and there isn't a whole bunch of scaffolding that you have to put together in order to get things started yeah so tap it is my opinion cool. I, I like tap too. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I got plenty of things to play with. Then that's that's awesome. Yeah. Yay! (laughs) No, it's it's very exciting, and it's uh, yeah, it's a nice you know silly little project to to practice with. So yeah, I definitely uh, use npm scripts for like starting a test and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay. No need for gulp. Yeah, there's a whole world, Henning. Yeah. You're gonna. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be so <laughs> exciting. It's gonna be. It's gonna uh, be great. Yeah, it just, it's gonna be fantastic. <laughs> just, just ask in the in the the chat. In the chat. Yeah, the Slack channel. Mm-hmm. We'll do. So we're gonna help. Um, so yeah, that's awesome. I'm so excited that you're started playing with that, and and I'm 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 eager to see what happens as node I, I think a lot of people are going to be a little weirded out that node has gone from 0.12 and then there is this like you know fork with iojs and then everything's coming together again and now it's at node 4 yeah. <laughs> version 4.0 yeah, exactly i, like I was that. a bit surprised a little, to see that little, like whoa because this is like within what a few months only it went from yeah but one, it has two, a reason the re- yeah. The the, yeah. the reason is because uh, are you aware of the fork the iojs fork yes yeah so when they when they forked it they went to one pretty quickly right mm-hmm. because they they kind of switched to semantic versioning which yeah right I installed that right away and I've been using that and I sort of missed the update to two and three so. yeah so <laughs> yeah yeah there was a lot of stuff going on and then once they and it, they were at three already and then they merged and now it's four. Mm. Yeah. Right. So just to explain semantic versioning to our listeners, for anybody who doesn't know, uh, basically it's there are three numbers. There's a, a major dot minor dot patch, and uh, the major when you when you upgrade the the major number, that's the first number. That means that you've got breaking changes, and uh, you know brand new thing coming up, and uh, like if you. In order to move from a previous major to a newer major, that's going to be a pretty big deal. You know, watch out for breaking changes and all that stuff. A minor tends to be, that's the second number, tends to be added features, but nothing's broken from before. So uh, we added a new API route or something like that. That's cool. Nothing, nothing is going to break for you, but if you upgrade, you might have some new functionality. And then a patch is just something like bug fixes, like, oops, we made a documentation bug or something, or uh, the API was supposed to be, like, I, you know, they, there was a bug in how the API was supposed to work, and instead of returning uh, 400, it returns a 403 or something like that. So, whoops, we fixed it. It now matches the documentation we put together. So uh, Node has finally adopted, so IOJS adopted Semver pretty much instantly. And then when it it merged back with the node uh, with the node project, then it was they had already gotten to 3.0. And so to merge back together, 
they needed to go to the next number, which was four. And that's why four, like, out of nowhere, it's like, Node is now at 4.0? What on earth happened? <laughs> Promise it all makes sense. Um, yeah. But it does mean that there are a bunch of breaking changes and, and stuff like that. But going forward, it'll be really easy for companies to to upgrade to like to to have a good idea of what's stable and what's up and coming and all of that all that stuff there's like a long-term solution and everything um so it's it's pretty exciting in in the node world Hmm. also for samver um i'd like to add that it's important to know like if you're following samver then it means also that if you have a zero dot x whatever going on that means Mm -hmm. like your thing is not at all like you can't trust it like it could anything can change at any minute and you it's basically it's supposed to mean that it's unusable yeah you can't use it in development or production really because it's going to change any minute and there's no structured way of developing it and in forward in any way so that's why that's why it's really um yeah it's 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 it, as soon as like any if you have if you have a module or anything that that you have decided on how it works already then you should definitely start on 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 one or or have it you know start on version 1 and then uh, develop it from there so even if it's in zero, 0 point something the minor doesn't really mean much either right it's Apparently just totally sucks when when the major is 0 mm-hmm. the minor is basically the major it's like any new functionality is a breaking change. Um, it, zero dot, like if, if, you're, if your major is a zero, it's kind of a use at your own risk. Right. So a lot, of, a lot of starting out developers will be like, oh, I'm not ready for this you know, to go out in the public yet and I'm just going to start with a zero dot and then they'll just never get to a 1.0 because they're just so scared. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, 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 it's fine. Just get to a 1.0. I mean, in fact, when you create a new... Uh, a new package uh, with npm. If you use npm init to initialize a package, kind of like you would with git init, uh, the we start you off at 1.0.0 just to get you out of the mindset of oh no, what if I, what if this isn't right? What if this isn't perfect? Just go with Semver. It's going to be fine. Start at 1.0.0. Yeah. Uh, you'll it, nothing's nothing awful is going to happen, but at least it'll keep you in the mindset. It'll start you off with the okay. I've made some major breaking changes. Let's change this whole thing. Uh, you know, increase to two dot or whatever. So, yeah, we. Yeah, that's definitely a good call. Yeah. There's too much O dot so. going on. <laughs> there is someone. Someone at Boku actually did a visualization of of it, which was pretty cool. Of um, the all the packages in the registry and what percentage of them are it's still at zero dot, and it's an uncanny number. It's like people are just so scared of Semver. It's like, no, no, just just do it. It's fine. It's it's going to be okay. It'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. So, this what else this is, week? Yeah. Let's, yeah. Do you want to talk about Gittens, Khalil? So, Gittens. Um, Gittens has been... Uh, so, basically, uh, Gittens was the package we talked about Last time, um, not package, the Chrome extension that was made by, oh, I was, this name is hard for me. Will, 
Binns Smith, I think is his name. Yes, I believe so. <clears throat> yeah, and so basically, uh, a few days ago, I I just uh, because they were so I I started an issue with with like cleanup tasks where um I was asking if we should because it was it was named ungit first which I didn't understand at first and he explained that git in 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 British English means like a jerk mm. and mm-hmm. uh and and so basically it was like the ungit extension where you can ungit your issues so but I but but it's it's a little bit difficult because I don't think I don't think necessarily many people know that a git is that, and um, also git is also the versioning system, and so it's a little bit confusing. So uh, I started a little. Uh, but it got its name from there too, right? Uh, I think it did. I yeah, know. I think Linus Torvalds um, did that on purpose. I believe at least. Hmm. <laughs> I, I I don't know. know. Oh, maybe. Anyway. Okay. Anyway. So I started a little, uh, like, um, what do you call it? Like a poll, 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 <laughs> there you go, a poll yeah. uh, about, you know. English is the worst. Yeah, it is. English is the worst. Uh, okay. New names and proposed gittens and some other names. And gittens got the most uh, plus ones. Uh, also by Will, who made the extension. So I just renamed it Gittens, and I uh, also kind of tore it apart into uh, into uh, smaller files and uh, ESXified a little bit more. Um, Andre actually introduced ESNow, the little ES uh, browserify thingy that I made, a uh, pre-configuration nice. thing. So we have, uh, so we also have uh, source maps in there now. Um, and it's all pretty ESXified and uh, modularized a little bit more. And it still needs tests and um, it still needs like icons. But I actually have an idea for an icon. There was this cool um, picture with, you know, the cat with the monocle that mm-hmm. that I think we should just use that uh, for, for the, as an icon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's good. <laughs> yeah. And then basically when we have tests and we have the icons um for the Chrome uh store, then I think we can we can just go ahead and, and submit it. Because it, it definitely works. I tried it out. Andre tested it as well. So it, it, it definitely works. Um can be I'm sure it can be improved, but the basic functionality is there. You know, you can add users and then they'll be they'll be git gitanified. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. That's awesome. This is so great. I love it. Yeah, it took it so what much. two weeks. <laughs> if that, yeah. if that, that was amazing. Yeah. So great. thank you. Massive shout outs to the awesome reactive community. <laughs> reactivists. I think you named them right. That's ah! not, I like that. <laughs> yeah, they're reactivists. It's the nice. team in the in the. Uh, in the reactive pod organization on GitHub. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So just a shout out again to anybody who hasn't joined our Slack channel, please do. We, we, we've been having some really fun conversations lately about like, this morning. I, I woke up and everyone was already just talking about all sorts of things. And we got into a conversation about breakfast food and it was, it was good. Cause I was, I was hungry and wanted breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> but then, you know, there are also conversations about actual technology and, and things like that. And that, that's great. That's all well and good. 
but we have an emoji for pancakes. So mm-hmm. that's that's the cutting edge going on right now. In, what was that? I missed that. I just saw that pop up and people were excited about it. Is that not a standard emoji or it's not. So with Slack you can actually create your own emoji. And so I've been I've been doing that. <laughs> just kind of adding a few here and there, you know, little things. Yeah. And and you and re- remapped custard to flan? Yes, yes. to flan. <laughs> you know what? It's not custard. As far as I'm concerned, custard, I don't even know what custard is, but it's not flan. Flan is not custard. Flan is far superior to anything. It, yeah. Yeah. No. Like custard, isn't that more soft than flan? I don't know. I don't, I don't even know. It's, it's, yeah. No. Speaking so. of food, there was, yes. uh, what was it, like a few days ago? Um, I think it was Ollie. Uh, he was um, he was listening to our latest episode, I guess, and then he posted a picture of his dinner that he just prepared while listening that, to Reactive. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. While listening, so um, yeah, that was another one of those really fun things. I mean, out of that now is a came a new GitHub repo where we're going to post recipes that you can um, cook while you're listening to Reactive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So we have two That's recipes so in there already. So there's the sausage rolls by Ollie. And then uh, Emmy Stevens uh, posted some uh, kind of chicken breast with tomato sauce kind of recipe, which uh, is a winner, apparently, every time he makes it with his friends. So, um, nice. When you listen, well, yeah. So I think everybody, if you know, if you hear this, you should definitely, uh, next time you listen to a reactive episode, first you go to the recipes uh, repository and pick one of the recipes and then make it <laughs> while you're listening. It's very, this is a very good practice. I definitely endorse that. <laughs> well, I mean, it's almost like, like you're, you're getting ready for a dinner with friends yeah. and then, you, you know, eat you while go. you listen. And I mean, we and talk if you have questions cafe, about it, so. you can probably ask him in Slack and get an answer. Yeah. I mean, like, this is a full interactive experience we're providing <laughs> for you here. Like, this is really, this is what we aim for. We want, we want it to be top to bottom. It all started with this little podcast, but, but now your life has become reactive. <laughs> exactly. There's my pitch. I'll take all the VC money now. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> all the VCs can start calling now. Yes. One eight hundred Rockbot. Something, something. <laughs> oh, that would be cool. If the telephone number would actually map to something, something. That would be nice. Yeah, that would be cool. One eight hundred something, something. Yeah. Yeah, and I just have right. to say this is a this is really fun. It's something I look forward to every week, and uh, having this the Slack channel is is just it's a lot of fun, and it's really awesome to see how this is all evolving. Um, probably said it already, but I have to say it again. This is really fantastic. Yay! Awesome. Yep. Very cool. Very cool. And, uh, yeah. So, super fun! Oh, yeah. And right. so, I need to know, Raquel. So, M.E. Stevens uh, posted uh, an illustration that he made of you. Yes! In... Uh, uh, no, actually, no, he didn't post that. He, we posted that oh, because yeah, he is too it. shy. He or she, I don't know, is too shy to post it in the channel. And so we, uh, we found that on the website and, uh, that's like an amazing illustration. Did you I mean, know about I, that? I did. I did. Um, 
Emmy Stevens sent me uh, a link to it months ago, months ago when I did a, I did a Platzi Live, which is a uh, like a live show that the the team at Platzi, uh, Platzi dot com. It's a it's basically for all intents and purposes, I think of it as like a more advanced Khan Academy, Khan Academy, but it's specific to web development, uh, but in Spanish. So kind of like think of like oh. a Udemy or or something like that, but it's um, it's all the Spanish, all the content is in Spanish, and it's specific to websites and like developing for the web. So lots of different languages, different databases, uh, like how to market yourself, how to figure out freelancing type things, like all sorts of stuff. It's it's a really really great site and great community, and uh, and they had and and so Emmy Stevens actually recommended that I go on on their show. And I was like, sure, no problem. Little did I know that the whole show was going to be in Spanish. So I had to practice my Spanish quite a bit. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> but, but as kind of like a, a thank you for me going on the show, Emmy Stevens created this image and it's amazing. Like it's, uh, it's it's a picture of me in like a robot suit, but the robot suit is made out of rocks. Yeah. So it's a rock bot. Yeah. And then there's like there's a quaka in there. Like there there are like lots of little inside jokes about like yeah. things that I talk about on Twitter. And and it's all over the place and like pictures of my robots. Like like this person's skill is amazing. Mm. And I was just like, oh my goodness, you've like basically categorized me in, in, in an image and it's it's incredibly flattering um, and uh, what I really need to do is I need to print it out on, into a poster or uh, get a picture a, a t-shirt of it t-shirt, or something like, like that isn't there a picture of somebody wearing a t-shirt on there's the somebody well? wearing a t-shirt yeah this so. needs to be like you need to have this t-shirt and I, <laughs> I need to have this t-shirt this is amazing <laughs> <laughs> there was a there was also like the, the drones in there the node drones yeah and, no, it was, it and and was uh, J, no js logo in the background kind of like yeah it's insane it's a, it's it's intense but really really exciting and, and it's uh it's fun it's really fun <laughs> yeah so 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 basically um uh yeah so i also i kind of uh kind of asked uh, Emmy Stevens to help us with uh, maybe improving our logo and stuff. We'll see what comes from that. Yeah, I I'm sure it'll be it'll be fun. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. So, so how was that that conference that you mentioned last week? Uh, I think it was called Nightly Build. Mhm. That did you you went to that? How how did that yeah. go? Uh, it went really well. Like it's um it's a very well organized conference and um They, so basically, you come there. They, 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 this year, so last year, it was a little bit. So it so definitely developed from last year because last year um, it was in a different location. The location was not quite as nice, and uh, there was no free beer today. Uh, this time there was free beer. There was free drinks in general. There was also a little bit of free food, like wraps, which were apparently very good, but. I didn't eat any, so you didn't get know. any. No, I didn't even try because I ate beforehand. Oh, so. that's right. So yeah, it was they were very the good. Others. I can confirm. Yeah, both the uh, vegetarian and the <clears throat> chicken one. Yeah. excellent. So, so that was cool, and it was in this kind of little theater place, which was a little bit nicer than the the la- the location uh, the year before, and um, and the the guys who organized it, they really put they put a lot of 
this, is, this tiny conference is just for one night, right? But they put a lot of work into this and it's, the tickets are really affordable. And, um, yeah, and they, they got some cool speakers. They actually really flew, uh, Ashley Williams in from New York just for this little thing. It's amazing. Nice. Right. Nice. And, um, so there was, so, um, there was also one speaker from the UK. Um, what was her name? Let's just go on to Lizzie something. Yeah. She was an artist and she was, she had, she had this really crazy talk. <laughs> well, not cra not crazy in a bad sense or anything, but it was just really because she, she's an artist, she's an illustrator, and she has done a lot of work for different brands and stuff like that. And it's amazing what she's been doing, and uh, but she is like the typical kind of artist, you know, like it's a little bit uh, uh, kooky, maybe you would say, you know, <laughs> that's like, a good expression. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She tells so, really, really good stories. Good I mean, stories, yeah. and she did like Everything little kind of illustrations, like. Uh, in between of her, like just randomly kind of went into telling little stories that were illustrated, like little comic strips. Like for instance, this one story where this guy was sitting down uh, in the bus and then next to him, there was like a little poo. And then he's, he asked, he was talking to the poo and the poo said, yeah, I'm an accountant. I'm going to, I'm working here and there. And, whatever they had this conversation it was totally crazy and weird and funny it was really it was really interesting so it was wait, really wait wait, was, wait wait you said <laughs> poo yeah it was like, like yeah, a little a poo <laughs> okay i wasn't sure if you were talking about like winnie the poo like the little bear no or it was shit like actual <laughs> all right as long as we're clear okay that makes things Equally as weird, but, but yeah. just a little extra weird. Yeah. Okay, exactly. continue. But it, that way it was funny because she did little voices. You know, the poo was speaking to the guy sitting next to it. <laughs> and have, we're having a conversation about work and stuff like that. It was so surreal, you know. And so it made it, made it really funny. It was really cool. Yeah, I thought the music was really great, too. They had a, I don't know what you call them. I guess, a, I don't know, artist. Yeah, there, he's a he's uh, like sitting. a producer, like like yeah. a musician. Yeah, he produces yeah. like electronic music, and then he yeah, this is amazing. Like that actually, I already saw I saw him before at uh, the Beyond Teleron Teleron conference, and through some weird uh, coincidence, uh, somebody that one of the organizers knew, um, it was the cousin of somebody that he knew. So so and and he was like, yeah, sure, I can do this. And what he's doing is like he records the talks while the people are giving the talk, and then in the break he plays electronic music and then samples pieces of the talk, and and, and you know on top and plays it on top of the music, which oh, wow. is really 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 cool. And then all that stuff goes on SoundCloud later on. Like nice. Oh, they do publish it. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, I mean, the the whole conference had its own theme song, and it had a like a computer animated intro. It was very, very impressive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. they they had yeah some some guided vocals singing the nightly build yada yada, and it was was really cool. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it overall. It was great. The the best thing probably as usual for conferences is just hanging out with the people and. And chit-chatting, networking, I guess, or just, you know, hanging out with people. Yeah. Um, and Christian Heilman did a good job uh, as an MC. Was, was, I mean, he's always a little bit sarcastic yeah. when he's making his jokes. So 
So, yeah, the German humor comes comes through, and it's a little bit. I don't know if uh, non-Germans would. I don't know. Come, came across a little weird sometimes to me, at least. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he, I mean, he he. It was great to have him at least for the. Definitely for the interviews. So what they also do, what I don't know from other conferences, is that after the speaker is done, uh, the MC of the conference has a little interview with the speaker, and and often like and 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 questions from the audience are being worked in there. Like if 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 the audience tweets questions to the to the host to the MC, then then he asks those questions or just ask questions that he came up uh, with by himself. So, and that's I thought, cool. Yeah, that was that was really cool. And he that was that a really re- interesting twist to that. Yeah, I liked that a lot. Yeah, he did that really well. So that was great. Yeah, that's, so that's definitely really good because I hate I hate Q and A. I like hate it. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> the, the after talk Q and A. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because directly after our talk Q&A, there's always, like, it, it can, it can, sometimes it's fine, right? But then there's, like, there's always, like, the people who are, like, they go drowning, like, they drone on and on and on and on about their question or whatever. Yeah. And then it's not actually a question. Or there's the, uh, this one's not so much of a question, it's more of a comment, you know? <laughs> You're just yeah, like, exactly. I don't care about your comment. I only want to answer questions and, you know, yeah. anyway. So, uh, I think that's a really, that's a fun and uh, creative solution to the Q&A issue totally. where you know that people have questions uh, but kind of moderating it in a way that people can get their answers without dragging too much time and, and that's cool, that's smart, I like that a lot Yeah, yeah and it was, takes away the you know, you don't have to get people to a microphone or a microphone to people so it, uh, it's efficient too Yeah, exactly yeah. yeah, and they had like little chairs you know, like a little like a f- fireside chat kind of thing where they had did the interviews which was which was also nice mm-hmm. like it changes the setting a little bit you know yeah and uh yeah so that was really good yeah it's it's just uh it's you know it's over really quickly like the the thing mm-hmm. is it's, it's a friday night so you definitely you know you, it's okay if you stay up late you don't have to go to work the next day but still, you're kind of exhausted from the week, so you're you're um, so everybody's really tired quickly. <laughs> yeah. So there's no really like, yeah, people left, bef- you know, like before they had to, you know, really because I yeah. think many people were kind of, you know, it, that was enough, you know, enough input and stuff like that. So because after that, there's like an after party, and there was music and, and drinks and stuff. But um, yeah, it dwindled very quickly. It, yeah. it did. We yeah. lasted until one thirty, and it was almost empty. So. Yeah, you lasted till one thirty. That's yeah. like way past my bedtime. It is so far past my bedtime. I would just be like, even if it's like a Saturday night, like one thirty is just I'm like I can't. Yeah, do I'm that. still paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's days later. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, you know, come home. I can't sleep long on the weekends. So it's- Oh, two, yeah. little, two little humans crawling into bed at six o'clock wanting attention oh. and waffles. And <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. Waffles. Anyway. Yeah. So that was great. So you should definitely come next time. Yeah. It was a okay. very nice experience. I would love to go. Yeah. At some point. Maybe I can be a speaker. Will they fly me out? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, I'll definitely. Sure. I'm, I'm going to suggest it. <laughs> That doesn't have to be that way. I think it'd be. I, I think it'd be fun just to attend a conference. But really, any excuse to go to Germany, I, I want to do that. 
So yeah. anyway, so cool. Yeah. What else? What else has been going on? Uh, so, so there's a little follow up on the on the um, first time first time open source contributor thing that we talked about last time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that is so. Yes. So. Um, so the story is basically I, um, I listened to this podcast uh, talk show with John Gruber, and I think he, and I think it was on there that he, he talked about uh, a Twitter account that is called Magic Rex, and Magic Rex is an account by Twitter, and if you follow that account, this account will um, DM you every now and then when it thinks that it has like a follow recommendation for you because it will analyze the people that you're following and the stuff that you're fav faving and stuff like that. And then, <clears throat> and, and with whom you're interacting. And then from that kind of deduce, if, you know, like, like if there's like a fl uh, lots of the people that you apparently think are interesting are f starting, f starting to follow a certain account and maybe there's also other situations, but at least that's what happened, I think. Um, it will DM you with a message that says, you know, this person, that person, and five others uh, followed this specific account 10 seconds ago. And it gives you like, and, and it's supposed to give you like re magic recommendations, like magic recs, and f for, for interesting accounts that you can follow. So, so, I followed this account now for like a month or so, and actually, and I got an, a, a magic wreck yesterday, which was an account called Your First PR, and it said, <clears throat> "Let me just pull it up." Um, was this the first recommendation you got since you followed? Since you followed? Yeah, was the first. Thing okay, because I, I followed yesterday, and I got that same recommendation today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I'm sure that more people followed today. So what is yeah. so? Uh, where's my? Da -da -da -da. Oh, here you go. So it said, "Your first PR, yeah, your first PR was just followed by S. Hanselman twelve se twelve seconds ago, and then it says Kent C. Dodds, Faraz, and five more." So I checked out your first PR, and it turns out that it is a Twitter account created by a hoodie a member. Um, her name is Charlotte Ease, or her Twitter account is Charlotte Is, and it is dedicated to this whole, um, you know, first-time contributor contributor um, thing that we talked about. That was kind of initiated by Kent Dodds. And um, so it gives you all kinds of information and encouragement and, um, and uh, yeah, and, and, and tweets about it, basically. And uh, I thought that's a, that's a cool, that's a cool thing. I mean, it, because, it, and it really works like this, uh, this recommendation was really interesting and uh, relevant to me. Hold on, something's going on here. Well, for some reason, the Apple uh, announcement 
<laughs> live stream suddenly started and I heard like yelling. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and screaming. So, so, so this magic Rex uh, thing really worked for me because it was that account was, is really cool and, um, something that, that I find very interesting and, and it was really relevant. Um, so. Yeah. I mean, we talked about really that cool. last time. So yeah, that's exactly actually quite surprising. It's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So so yeah, yeah. It was it was kind of uh, retweeted and found by some notable people, I guess. And so um, it got it also got like t- one thousand one thousand followers in like one hour, apparently. Wow! It's wow! Now, it's now at, at fifteen hundred. Huh. Nice. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So I forgot <laughs> to mention on the. Um, Nightly Build, the whole theme of it was um, life balance. And that was something that really, really interested me because um, actually this month I am uh, six months, uh, six years remote. And um, that is quite a long time. I don't think many people, um, or I don't know anyone else that has, has done that. And it sort of comes with uh, a lot of ups and downs. And. Um, it's it's uh it's not always easy especially when you have a family although it's excellent when you have a family but it's also extremely hard because you have to sort of be very disciplined in how you um split your time and what kind of rules you set up for yourself and for your family so i was hoping to get um quite a bit out of this conference um i'm not saying the talks were bad but um in in any way shape or form but i, I wish i would have or they wish I wish they would have had a little more focus on on that specific subject, and maybe I just went into that with um, I guess higher expectations. But uh, what I have found is um, a few blog posts on this subject, which are which are quite interesting. Um, that sort of give uh, tips and information about how to, you know, get yourself out of a rut if you were in one. I guess they also apply if you're in an office, but um, if you don't actually see your coworkers face to face um there are quite you know some different challenges um some of these things are you know just <laughs> i guess they were there was a really good slide um in one of the talks is a top um coding tips um or secrets or something like that hot hot hot, hot code tips I think. yeah exactly <laughs> and they had nothing to do with code itself it was really funny basically it was like you know get up go outside and take a walk um what were some of the others do you remember uh no but along no, but, those lines like have yeah, conversations along those lines. so that that's you know go on vacation things that i i know but i always forget it's like when you're mm-hmm. when you're stuck on something you should just get up and take a walk and mm-hmm. then you come back and two minutes later you solve the problem yeah get enough sleep you know yeah stuff like sleep, that. exactly um yeah so uh um yeah i've been doing some reading on that and and trying trying out new things do you guys um um i have not exercised and like i don't have anything i do on a regular basis for years now and i'm starting oh, no. to my bike now do you guys do anything yeah i um i've i've been getting way more active lately uh i've i rock climb three times a week and uh i I have a, a a rowing machine in my house. So, like, if if you've ever seen like people rowing on a lake, uh, it's a stationary rower. Rower, and I do that probably like two or three times a week. 
and I yoga two or three times a week. It's, it's the only way that I can turn my brain off for even half an hour at a time. Very nice. That's great. It's, yeah. it's so hard to, to turn things off um, when you've got so many things going on. Like we're so connected as people on in, in, in technology, right? Like it's just so easy to stay connected to everything that it's just like, oh my God, I need to turn this off. But I don't know how because everything I look at is a machine. It uh, has, a, has a screen, you know? Um, so yeah. So you I don't, mean, you have no screen time while you're exercising. Right. I try to, okay. I try to minimize it as much as possible. It's totally not actually going to happen though. Like the only time <laughs> I'm, I, I'm not looking at a screen is when I'm, I'm rock climbing because yeah. I'm kinda, too busy yeah. making sure I'm not falling. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But do you listen to music or, or, or I guess not while you're climbing either? No, not while I'm climbing. I try yeah. not to be distracted. It's one of those things that's like, it's relatively safe as long as you're paying attention. If you are not paying attention, then that's when things can go really wrong um, and and be really dangerous. So I try not to be distracted when I'm climbing. Uh, but everything else, like, eh, whatever. Well, that's great. <laughs> I mean, I've been, I, you know, I have this excuse that, yeah, I'm too busy and I have too many things to do and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, no more. I have to start doing something for exactly those reasons that you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think it would be overall just better. <laughs> Yeah, for, it's for me. Yeah. For me, I, th- I think of rock climbing as meditation, actually, because like I can literally think about nothing else except get to the top, don't fall down. Get to the top, don't fall down. Get to the top, don't like that. Those are the only two things in my mind at that moment, and it's just like it quiets everything else out. Uh, you have I'm, to be focused, so it's, exactly. it almost forces you to do it. So that's that's great. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. And then I also I also started uh, sewing, and and working with like a knitting and stuff, which I know sounds like super, uh, I don't know, like like weird gender role traditional sort of thing. But um, I actually just really like it because it's I, I have a degree in mechanical engineering, but I don't have time to go out to like a wood shop and build stuff. So to me, sewing is actually mechanical engineering with fabric. And it's just really fun. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, like, it's, it's making something with your hands and that's, exactly. that's very rewarding. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I, I don't have to look at a screen for that either. And it's, it's really, it's nice, but um, yeah. So I'm, I'm a huge, huge fan of stepping away from the computer, stepping away from work, stepping away from all of the stuff uh even if it's just for you know a half an hour or an hour if you can if if you can get an hour that's great i started off with only half an hour at a time because that's all i could that's all i could like that's all i could feel like i could actually take time out for i could only take out half an hour of my time like actually even before that it started out with 15 minutes i'd be like okay i have 15 minutes i'm just gonna do something for 15 minutes and then i like blasted through those 15 minutes and was like I like this I need to do more and then it turned into half an hour and then it turned into like an hour and so now when I go climbing it's like hour and a half two hours and I like I'm just like no this is my time nobody can drop (laughs) and it's it's great so I recommend great yeah cool yeah I used to do bonsai that was a that was another thing I, I had to leave my trees in Florida because they were mostly tropicals 
Um, oh. But that was also something that was exactly along the lines of what you're saying. You know, you have to be very focused and mm-hmm. um, when you're wiring the trees or pruning it or whatever. And um, in addition to, you know, making something there, that stuff grows and you have to keep it alive. So extra challenge. Yeah. 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 Can you can you not grow bonsai in? Yeah, in you can, but it's so after you you're in a in a in a climate like Florida where it's basically the growing season is twelve months, mm. and you come over here and it's six months if you're lucky. Mm-hmm. So I mean it's nice because it you know the seasons change and stuff, but oh my gosh, it takes forever. <laughs> <laughs> You know, bonza that takes that takes a long time as it is. But now you cut your growing season in half or less. Then oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's cool. I like that's not something I ever really thought about. But that's awesome. Yeah, no, that was a really good um, sort of decompression thing, or you know, something to get distracted. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, okay. Do you do anything, Khalil? Uh, so I definitely do uh, meditation. So gu- guided meditation. There's a site called um, uh, Headspace.com, and there's a there's an app for that. And uh, you get like ten. You can do like uh, ten ten minute sessions for free, and you can also repeat them as much as you want. If you just want to do that f- until the end of times, so that's fine too. You can do it for free, and then there's a subscription for that. And, um, there, and then you have let, lots of more, lots, lots more um, guided meditations that help you, you know, uh, to get better and to deal with common distractions and stuff like that. And uh, really enjoy that. Also, because how it's packaged is very, it's non-spiritual or esoteric or anything like that. It's just like, you know, mindfulness is good for you because it makes your life better. It makes you healthier. It makes you all that stuff. And all that stuff has been proven scientifically already. So that's not, there's no real, there's no, you know, discussion or anything like like that. So, um, yeah, I just tried it out at some point because uh, I just wanted to know if it can help me because when during the, the commute it, that can be really draining if if you have to do it um a long commute like i do and um it and it really can change the time that you like if you if you're in the train and like you're a little bit stressed your mind is going um 10,000 miles an hour or whatever and you you can't relax while you're on the train and you're sitting on the train for for like half an hour or an hour and and you're just stressing yourself out more you just not it's not even though you're not really doing anything it's a time that doesn't help you to you don't come out of the the travel refreshed but if you do med- if you use the time to meditate a little bit even if if it's just 10 minutes or 15 minutes it helps you to to just uh to totally calm down and relax and then you come out of that you go into work more refreshed and and um and that really it really helped me a lot in in certain times where i was it was really kind of just how do you say like like my nerves were like basically basically yeah it was just super stressful and it was really draining me even though 
you know, there was no nothing in my life. It was just big, at at a point in time where also my work was was I didn't like it and yeah, and so that was a really difficult time and that actually really helped me to get through it and um it makes many things in your life better because it is a kind of state I feel that if you do this kind of meditation it gets you into a to a to a point to into a state that you never get into if you just you know sit around and relax for instance it's yeah. it, it's more it's more like you know what what you describe with the rock climbing because you really focus in on one thing and like you you you're relaxed you it's you're in in the zone so to speak yeah and and, and this guided meditation because it's not an active activity like you re, you relax very deeply and and you kind of the stuff that goes on in your body you like you're told to just um acknowledge what's happening like if you if there's some uh, you know you, you feel uncomfortable or something's hurting or something like that it's you know acknowledge it but let it happen don't fight it and this kind of activity lets lets like uncomfortableness and stuff like that just kind of bubble up to the top and then also goes away or maybe it doesn't go away but it's okay and then and this just gets you into a totally different state that you just don't get into in normal kind of life that the life that we're living nowadays and uh yeah so that's really really good so i do that and i also um i want to do it every day but on the days that i really feel good i tend to not do it which is actually terrible i mean not terrible but it's i should do it every day it would definitely be better and um and also what i'm what i what i do on and off is like i'm trying because i'm doing this commute i don't really have time so it's not really uh very easy to go to like a gym or whatever because i'm like there's so much time i'm spending so much time on the road um but but i i, I tried some stuff out like there's a seven minute exercise thing seven minute workout that is like a very intensive seven minute workout that you can do in your home you know they're like a bunch of exercise you do them uh and it's like also like a scientific thing where they kind of try to figure out what can you do in a in a very compressed amount of time to to get a similar effect to go you know running for half an hour or something like that and then you can do those seven minutes and if you have more time and you also want to do more then you can do like those seven minutes you can just do uh, a couple of times and then you have like half an hour or whatever of very intensive kind of workout that really makes you sweat and like gets your gets your blood pumping and everything and so um that actually also worked for me because you can really do it wherever you are you know you can do it in a hotel you can do it at home stuff like that so it's also pretty cool i tried that a little bit all right yeah. <laughs> nice. Do you have enough? Do you have enough stuff now? <laughs> I, am, I am inspired. No, I actually do the headspace thing too. Uh, I just fell off the wagon there a little bit, uh, probably in the last month or two. Yeah, it's it's important that you do it regularly, I guess, <clears throat> to sort of form a habit. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Not always that easy. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's no. it's totally. It's really important, I think, to have people that you trust who can hold you accountable because uh if it was just up to me i would just i would i would sit on my couch watching netflix eating ice cream (laughs) all the time i really would i'm just like 
this is my happy place. This is this is happy. But then I like wake up the next morning. I'm like, why do I feel so terrible? <laughs> <laughs> so, exactly. Uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, uh, life can be tough. So we yep. we come together and we we talk about pancakes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So speaking of one slack. last time about the pancakes in the Slack channel, we have we have at least one new person, right? Uh, yes, we have at least one person from today actually that he popped yeah. up in the descriptive Slack first because that's what he was listening to, but then immediately, like Eve, I think it was Eve. Was it Eve from this from yeah. the reactive? Who was also in the reactive chat? Was like, hey, you should come over to the reactive chat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and listen to the reactive podcast. It's really cool. And then he he actually took that advice and uh, he enjoyed the reactive podcast and also popped up in the reactive Slack chat. So yeah, that was cool. So shout out to Rain Dev. Yeah, and uh, welcome. And uh, I think that's I think that's all we've had this week, right? Or am I missing? Someone no, I don't new. See anyone. Yeah. Oh, that's it. I think so. So anyway, but yeah, come hang out with us on the on the reactive Slack. It's actually pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty awesome and and pretty active. Uh, there it's are some really Slack active, channels actually. that are like really quiet. Yeah. This is not one of them. It's 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 pretty active and and we talk about all different types of subjects. So uh, definitely come join us and. Uh, and and hang out and chat and uh, what's the URL again for our reactive Slack? Oh, oh. I think it's just easiest to go to the website and yes. uh, it's at the bottom of the show notes for each show. Um, right. So if okay. you go to reactive.audio and on any of the more recent shows, scroll to the bottom where all our contact information is and you'll mm-hmm. find it. Perfect. Exactly. Perfect. All right. Well, I think that's our time, my friends. It is. Yes. So until until next week. But right. uh, it was, once again, awesome chatting with the two of you. And uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Rockbot. Uh, otherwise, you know, I'll see you on Slack. All right. You can find me at hgladdergots on Twitter. And uh, see you guys next week. And I'm Tiny Modules on Twitter, and you can also reach us on Twitter um, via the Twitter account of this podcast, which is at Reactive Pod. Bye. Bye. <laughs> 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 <laughs>